3: All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, back with part two of the Steelers preview. We are getting all jacked up for this week six game between the Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer, and Dave Schofield, the other co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, are with you. And guys, it's time where we start to kind of really hone in, narrow our focus, Let's talk X factors here. Let's think about offense and defense. Let's go with an offensive x factor first. Who is that player that you consider the X factor, the linchpin, for the success for the offense? Brian, who do you have as your offensive X factor?
4: James Connor needs to set up everything with running the ball. If he could if he could go for at least eighty yards, they're gonna they're gonna have to pay attention to him. And Ben is going to have time to pick this team apart. So Jimmy C, you're the man this week. Jimmy C. All right. What do you think, Dave?
2: Oh, it is one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. He's got to stay upright. He's got to not turn the ball over. End of story. You know, th- with, with Cleveland, with that, you know, pass defense, which, like I said, it's one game has it has skewed, but they're they've still been up there. Let's... Keep Ben upright, healthy, let his brain pick them apart. And I mean, come on. What's his record in Cleveland? Or not just in Cleveland, against Cleveland.
3: So Phenomenal. I mean, it's like, what, twice? Yeah, He's I think it's it's
2: oh, let's see. It's I can tell you how many wins he has. He I think it's two losses. Yeah, it's two he losses in a tie. He's Seattle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's
2: it's twenty-two two and one, I think is what it is. Yeah. Something like that. So well,
3: Joey Jr. puts $5 in the tip chart, says 7-11, always open. That's Come right, he's teacher. referring to, yeah, get your t-shirt at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can f- find it there. It's a pretty cool design. Those breaking t-shirts are really nice. I'm going to say, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to say that my X factor is going to be, you know, I'm not going to cheat. I was going to say the offensive line, but Dave basically said the offensive line as it pertains to Ben Roethlisberger. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that Chase Claypool is going to have the attention of the Browns. If they if if they don't give him the attention that he deserves after scoring four touchdowns, then someone needs to lose their job on the Browns coaching staff. But I think they will. I think he's going to draw double coverage. I think the Steelers look for them to take a shot to Claypool deep early. And you might be saying, what in the world does that have to do with Juju? Taking a shot deep early to, to Claypool, even if it doesn't connect, is sending the message that we are still looking for this guy to produce. So what's gonna happen? They're gonna start shading to Claypool side. Put Juju in the slot and let him do the same amount of damage that they did with Claypool in the Eagles in week five. Let him do it to the Browns in week six. I think Juju could have a huge game against the Browns in week six. It does come down to what Dave said and what Brian said. You got to run the football, you got to keep him honest, you got to keep Ben upright. But I think Juju Smith Schuster, if those two things happen is going to go off. And I said I said last week, Claypool was going to go off. Predicting it this time, I think Juju goes off. Dave, you have some dad?
2: Yeah, I want to clean up a stat. I do want to say that Ben Roethlisberger's record against the Cleveland Browns, Browns as a starter is 22 two and one he actually has 23 wins he because, came back
3: because landry jones and jones started the game and got hurt and
2: ben came in and won the game
3: he so threw if, for you like, hear, what, if you've heard yards. both
2: numbers that's the difference between the okay. two spots. all right
3: let's go to defense defensive side of the ball they do have a tough task ahead of them we're going to get into the injury report in a second but brian when you think about the x factors for the defensive side who do you think
4: I've already talked about this earlier. It's got to be Devin Marquise Bush Jr. This guy is really important to going ahead and stopping two tight ends, two very good tight ends. You have Austin Hooper in there. David is there. And don't forget... I forget his name, but the fourth rounder out of Florida Atlantic is pretty darn good as well. So they actually have three guys there. But coming out of the backfield, I'm really worried about Kareem Hunt. We've seen him do it against them before. So Bush has got to be playing I Spy all weekend long. What about you, Dave? Defensive X Factor.
2: Well, I'm going to steal one from the live chat because I'm going to go with what Ezra said. I'm going to go Tyson Alawalo because he's been... He's been locked down on the run in there. He's still the number one ranked interior defensive lineman, according to pro football focus. And yes, the live chat must have read my article earlier today because yes, PFF does have Kevin Dotson as the number one pass blocking guard in the NFL. Anyway, back to my X factor that he's, if they can shut down the run if they really can if they if you're going to make baker mayfield beat you i think will be the key if they can get that run going and aluwalo has kind of been a key if i was the browns i would try to run formations to keep him off the field end of story because believe it or not he is just it's not like he's making tackles it's not like he's doing anything else he has just been disrupting everything you're trying to do and it's and he's i mean I think this is the best season of his career by far he's looking like a top 10 draft pick at the age of what is he 32 or something now yeah so kudos to Tyson keep it going for me
3: it's minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. this guy has he has to hear what some fans are saying and I said it on the post game. Brian agreed with me a lot of people jumped down my throat a couple weeks ago when I said where's minka?" Well, tomorrow, I'll plug this a little bit. Jeffrey Benedict, who's on our Wednesday night show, Know Your Enemy, who also does our film room, some of our film room stuff for the site, is running a Where in the World is Minka Fitzpatrick film room. Check it out. Just do it. It's it's really, really good. No, it's not Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, as I suggested to Brian Anthony Davis earlier. What is with all these <laughs> games? <laughs> <laughs> a great show. I used to love that show, Where in the World is Carmen Anyway, oh, no, I
4: have a little handheld game <laughs> where you have to. His, his charm in San Diego.
3: <laughs> Anyways, Minka is due. Okay. He's due to have a game where he is a difference maker. We haven't seen it yet. I'm not saying he hasn't been doing his job. I'm not saying he's not a still a, a high, high end safety and elite safety, a pro Bowl. I'm not saying any of that. He hasn't been that difference maker yet. And I think this is the game. It might come with a fumble recovery. It might be an interception. It doesn't matter. I feel like he is due. He's my X factor. Shut some people up. Shut me up, Minka. That's what I want. Shut me up. Make me ecro, And that's you're my defensive X factor. Okay. Let's go to a segment I threw in at the very end. I want to do it now though. I think it's fun. Let's do some bold predictions. Okay. Last week I predicted, I think Fitzpatrick to have an interception. I was wrong. Nelson had two, did not predict that uh brian we'll start with you leaving bougie out of it what is <laughs> <laughs> what would be uh well who would be your what would be your bold prediction for this game
4: somebody's getting suspended
0: <laughs>
4: no, i'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> i love it no it's fine
3: it's fine who's your prediction <laughs> then who's getting suspended it doesn't matter who we just no he just... i'm curious i'm i'm curious where his mind's gone
4: so I'm going to uh I'm going to say on the uh, defensive side of the ball for the uh, the Steelers, I'm gonna say it's Vince. Ooh. Not going
2: into Tennessee. Come on.
4: And so I'm just I mean I'm just this is what this is what Bad's gut. Bad gut is uh, and Mrs. Bad has to put up with bad gut all the time. but this is what Bad's gut is is thinking now. For the Browns, it's either gonna be Larry Juby or it's going to be somebody like it's gonna be a defensive back, it's not gonna be Denzo Ward, it's gonna be one of their safeties, it's gonna get chippy, and I'm telling you, somebody's gonna try to take somebody's head off here. Um if uh if you follow the WWE former Steeler, Keevan Henry. His cousin is a WWE Hall of Famer and he used to come out to the music, somebody's going to get their bleep kicked. Somebody's (laughs) going to get their bleep kicked. And that's somebody is going to get their bleep kicked. I'm telling you. Somebody's getting suspended. I'm telling you what. (sighs) Roger Goodell, you're going to be busy, my friend. Oh boy. Dave, what's your bold prediction?
2: Oh. I'm trying to still figure one out. That this is tough. I'm. You know what? I'm going to tip you off a little bit to my to my predictions.
3: Well, do you want me to go first? No, and you nope. think about it? no, okay, it's okay. It. I'll
2: say this. My my bold prediction here, and I really hope I'm wrong, is that this game is going to come down to the last play of the game. You watch your mouth.
3: <laughs> I'm going to go with my bold prediction: is Baker Mayfield will start the game, but he won't finish it. That's my price.
2: That's not good, man. I'd rather go against Mayfield and Case Keenum. Oh, that's right. Brian's (laughs) boy. Case. I would rather play Case Keenum.
3: What
4: would
2: you do? (laughs) Especially at the end of the game. Mayfield's terrible in the fourth quarter. Be
4: still is beaten hard. I love Case Keenum. (laughs) And I say that with a staunch record of heterosexuality, but I love Case Keenum. Oh wow. wow, Jeffrey
3: Benedict, bold prediction at the Wazoo. Chase Claypool was an even better game than last week. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm here for that party. And let's put Jerome Clark. He puts five dollars. I think that's Canadian, Canucks dollars. Say, it's
2: not Californian. Canucks. What
3: well, could be? They're, they're crazy out there. <laughs> yeah, it could be um, Cambodian. <laughs> I don't know. Those crazy Canucks. He put, he drops five whatever it is in the tip jar and says with a win that's Sunday. Probably ben. twenty cents. <laughs> With a win Sunday, Ben Roethlisberger will pass Dan Marino with 158 wins and have sole possession of fifth all time quarterback wins. And a good stat there, Jerome. A good stat. Good stat. Ben's climbing up the charts. Watch out. Here we go. Canuck Bucks. I like that tie. he Canuck 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 Bucks.
4: Bucks. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Could, could um, we start paying Michael back in Canuck Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I like, Michael, we're going to give you 50,000 Canuck Bucks a show. It's 50 cents <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's play some over under
3: and then we're going to get nice. into the injury report and predictions over under I, I love this I love setting the lines I don't know maybe I should be a bookie okay Ben Roethlisberger passing touchdowns the over under is set at two and a half Brian over or under under gets two. Mmm. Dave you said the last thing last you said that last week you're wrong Brian
2: over I'm going over this week. Nice. I'm with Dave. I'm with Dave. Defense. Not oh, that it's bad, man. but so far it's been bad based on some of their matchups. So Actually, it's not me. a strength.
4: Actually, you know what? I already know my final score. I, I've got to go with the over because <laughs> I, can't have, I, I just <laughs> no, realized no, no, no. that there's no way to justify it. So I'll, take the, I'll take the over. There you go. All <laughs> right.
3: James Conner rushing yards. 90. 90. Over under, Brian. Let's go over. Oh, okay.
2: Very nice. Dave, what do you think? I'm I'm going under based strictly on the numbers because if the Steelers are second in the league in pass defense, the Browns are fourth.
3: I'm going to go under again. I think they're going to have a collective hundred yards, but it's not just going to be James Conner. They're going to I mix in that. some ant Mac. They're going to have Benny Snell get some touches and let's not forget the occasional sweeps, reverse maybe. the jet sweeps. Yeah. They're going to have over a hundred, but it's not going to be all Conner. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Chase Claypool touchdowns did not prep preface receiving or rushing just touchdowns. One and
2: a half Brian over or under
4: under he gets one.
2: Okay, Dave. I was going to say he froze for me for a second. I'm going to say under just because that would just be a crazy pace for him to turn around and put up two more. So um, law of averages, I think someone else would get him this time. He still might get one. So the safe pick is under. Over two. I think he gets two. He's going
3: to be a touchdown machine.
2: (laughs) And Jeffrey says 11.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Eric Ebron receiving yards. (laughs) Eric Ebron receiving yards. He we went a little bit more individual in this over-under. 65.
2: Hmm.
3: Brian will go with you. Over-under.
4: I'm actually going to say over. I'm not saying 100, but I think he can okay. get about 70-some, and he's going to be targeted early, often, and everywhere. Okay, Dave, what do you think?
2: Okay, I'm a little bit lagging here. I'm going to say... I'm going to say under just because I'd like to see, like see Vance get used a little bit more, too. I'm
3: going to say over, but not by much. I'm talking like 70. Like He mm-hmm. might have a couple big catches down the seam, catch and run for a couple big gains, but I don't think it's going to be much. The Pittsburgh Steelers sack allowing sacks on Ben Roethlisberger will say at 2.5. Brian, what do you think?
4: Under 2. Ooh,
3: okay. Dave? I'm I'm I'm
2: going to say under and two as well.
3: All right, I'm going to go with over and say three. I think Miles Garrett's going to get home a couple of times. We'll put it that way. All right, and then sacks for the Steelers defense. The line set at three and a half. Brian,
2: over under,
4: under. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, Dave. I'm telling you, <laughs>
2: I'm I'm going I'm going with the season average. I'm going five. I'm going over.
3: There's times where I think, okay, take the under, but there has been nothing to show me that they're ever going to slow down. So I'm going to take the over. It might not be five. It might just be four, but I think they're going to get over. Um, turnovers, the Steelers turnovers, turning the ball over. The line set at one and a half,
4: Brian. Under one. Dave.
2: I'm saying under one. Cause if it's more than that, then they're I think they're in trouble.
3: Under zero. They don't turn mm-hmm. the ball over it's going to make sense when I get to my prediction. Um, okay. Points scored for the Steelers over under 26 and a half. Brian. Over Dave.
2: Based on my already set prediction. I got to go over. You got to go like you
3: could change it. Points allowed. <laughs> I I'm taking the over as well. Points allowed 22 and a half for the Cleveland Browns. Brian. Over. Yeesh. Dave over. Jeff under. All right, let's go uh to the injury report and then we'll get right into predictions. Dave, go ahead.
2: Yes, I have to bring it up right here. For the Steelers injury report, everything was almost great news today. The only things that that any blips on the radar was one player was limited. Deontay Johnson came back, but was limited. So that's really going to depend on tomorrow. He if you would have if you would have been not participating. I would have been more concerned, but t- tomorrow we'll tell everything. The other ones, David DeCastro did not practice again for he's the second playing. straight day. He's I don't playing. think he's going to play, but honestly, that's one player that for the Steelers, if it, if I had to choose between DeCastro and Pouncey, who was going to play, I would want Pouncey to play mainly because of, yes. um, you know, the strength, strength of replacement, you know, um. Going there, but man, the Browns, my goodness, oh, dude. Hold on, Jeff. hold on yeah. one sec. Hold on.
3: Do you think Wisniewski gets reinstated before Sunday? Um,
2: he could. Um,
3: I haven't heard yeah. anything about him other than that he is at practice and he's been participating, but he's not on the injury report because technically he's still he's, on because he's
2: not on the 53. Right. I'm, I haven't heard anything. I'm, if he's ready, I'm going to say yes. Because if DeCastro doesn't go, they'll bring up Wisniewski. Chances are it'll probably be Derwin Gray, unless they're really worried about him getting picked up. And they wanted, they could now have it be Gerald Hawkins, because they kept him long enough after they signed him off a of practice squad. Um, and then they could try to get him back on the practice squad there. But it, it would be one of those two, because it would really help to have more of a backup at guard, in my opinion. Not and the,
3: center yeah. with Pouncey having the foot injury. Yeah, I mean, well, and that then...
2: I think, yeah, I still think he could be the guy to come in. If not, you at least still have yeah. a center with, uh, with J.C. Hassenauer, but like four career snaps, and they were all the last four snaps of the last game.
3: All right, go over the ridiculous laundry list okay. of Cleveland Brown and injuries heading into Friday.
2: <laughs> all I have is today's list. I don't have it where it's compared like the Steelers do a great job of doing that. Other teams, not so much.
3: Well, you can listen to my podcast yes, and which I, I already did. Thrilling. It was,
2: okay. it, it lined it up very well, but Odell Beckham was sent home with an illness. They're not saying it's COVID. They're just being precautious. That's the NFL's or, new pre- protocol. Cautious, Yeah.
3: NFL's new protocol. It's ridiculous. Yep.
2: Um, the um, linebacker, Tay Davis with an elbow was limited the guys that are full, I'm not even going to mention safety. Rodney Harrison was out at second straight day with the concussion. He's That's not play. good. I don't see any way you can play if you don't practice the first two days with a concussion because you have to do things to move through the protocol. Yep. Um, Kareem Hunt was limited with the thigh. Second straight yep. day. Yep. Yep. Kevin Johnson. Oh, that was not injury related, but yep. he didn't practice day. The cornerback safety, Carl Joseph hamstring has not pra- practiced. Yeah. He hasn't practiced the whole week either. Yep. Um, Jarvis Landry did not practice with hip slash ribs. And then there was some, some Baker Mayfield was limited. Oh, uh, say it for me, Brian. Ogunjubi. Um, oh, Ogunjubi. Ogunjubi. Okay. Ogunjubi. <laughs> that, that, that might that, be wrong. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's limited, um, with an abdomen linebacker, J, uh, Jacob Phillips with a knee did not practice. Um, guard Wyatt Teller. He's not playing. He's not playing. Chris no. Hubbard's going to be playing in his. Never spot.
3: played guard in his life. And Wyatt,
2: Wyatt Teller is PFF's number one ranked guard yep. overall.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, he is, he's up there. So that's a big thing for them. Their center, JC Treder, he was limited with the knee. And then Olivier Vernon with a groin, the defensive end was also limited. Tomorrow is going to be the big, the, the big question with them is how people do tomorrow. Real That's quick, a lot of Dave, guys, dude. Dave, don't they all yeah. have groins? I was just asking. I was gonna I, I had a I better not say what I was gonna say.
3: <laughs> all right, so there's the injury report, and there's a lot of names on that Cleveland list. You look at Pittsburgh and you talk about the Castro and all that stuff. Pittsburgh's list is pretty clean. I love this. Kyle Smith gives us ten dollars There's money. Here, take it. And those are not
0: those.
3: Those are not Canuck bucks. No, by the way, those are not. That's that's a real deal, baby. American that might, green.
0: That might be the best uh,
4: super chat we've ever had. Money. Yeah. It's like Homer Simpson, Donut. Eat it. No um. more Canuck
3: bucks. So someone said that that's like a five dollar Canuck buck is like three eighty six in the American dollars. But still. Thank you for that tip. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's get to our predictions. Let's talk about what you think is going to happen, um, how it's going to play out, and what your final score is. Line is, Dave, is it changed to three and a half? That is on tally site. Yeah, Tally
2: site with three and a half where we had to make our picks. The consensus on – our odd shark is three. And a, it did go down to three for a little bit, but it went really? back up to three and a half and the over under is there is, is 51. Ooh. Okay. And
3: that's on tally site is 51 as well.
2: Uh, no, um, tally site was I 50,
3: remember. I think. Yeah, I think it's it right 50 or there. 50 and a half. Anyways, Brian prediction time. Go.
4: Jebediah, Ezekiel, grab the water hose. It's going to be a barn burner. 38, 35 in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: Okay. He said 38, 35. Yep. Holy cow. You have the defense giving up 35 points. All right. Yep. That's fine. Dave, go ahead.
2: Kyle's back at it.
3: Yeah. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> but go ahead. He says, now nah, I regret not giving more. Let's make it 20. Thank
4: you. Oh, Kyle. Man, we really Kyle. appreciate it, man. Kyle, uh, my, uh, my personal uh,
2: PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh.
2: All right. Mine. I've gone back and forth. I could, this game, literally, I could see a blowout in either direction. I could just see, it's almost feels like at some point the Steelers are going to just have that game where things aren't going right for them. I don't want it to be the Browns, but last year it was the Browns. I mean, that was the game that things just fell apart. So there you've got, have always got that in the back of your mind. So, you know, it's possible. I don't think that's going to be the case. I can see the Steelers coming out and blowing. I mean, with all the injuries the Browns have, you can even, a couple guys could even go down in game. I could see them blowing the doors off of them. But for some reason, I'm going to meet in the middle and I'm going to say this is a close one. I'm going to say 31 to 30 as Chris Boswell kicks the game winning field goal as time expires.
3: Sheesh, you are killing me. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Oh, it's a chip shot, by the way. The Pittsburgh. Oh, good. That's good. Thank you. (laughs) You just saved my heart attack. (laughs) Let me tell you what's going to happen. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They have something to prove. To the league. To the division. And to the Browns. They are going to come out and it's going to be a 2019 Steelers defensive effort. And if you remember what that was like, they did not give up a lot of points. And the offense they're ready. They are just getting primed, just getting primed to tease my let's ride episode on Friday morning. This offense is ready to take some serious strides. I think the Steelers win this one handily. Final score Steelers 30, Brown 17, and the Steelers technically probably could have held on to that, maybe scored some more points. They'll get in the victory formation to finish it out. This is a game that everyone thinks is going to be close. All the games prior everyone thought was going to be a blowout and they were close. I think it's going to flip the script. Everyone thinks it's going to be who's is this Jim Nance and Tony Romo, by the way, Dave? Yes.
0: It is. Oh,
3: Give them nothing to talk about. Blow their doors off. Roethlisberger throws for three, and we're all
2: talking about no, the big well, win on Sunday. I'll tell you, and I've seen the live chat. Who was no, saying it? I gotta take, try to look.
3: Back. Take the under, by the way. Take the under.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look back to see who said it, but it was, this is this is the more national televised game. It's it's with Nance, Nance and Romo. The officials are going to keep this close. They're going to keep it close. If not, give it to Cleveland just because of how it's going to be. Well, you thought you saw bad offici- officiating last week. That's my bold and bizarre prediction. The Steelers will struggle to defeat the officiating.
3: There you go.
2: All right, trivia time. Finish out the show. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. This is one I actually took some time to research this because I was looking at it and then I didn't remember it off the top of my head with Ben Roethlisberger having, as a starting quarterback, 22 victories against the Cleveland Browns. This is – I did regular season and postseason. He's never faced in the postseason, so it doesn't matter. But he also has over 20 victories against the Cincinnati Bengals. There are only – now, I could only go back to 1950, so I'm warning you there, only back to 1950. But there are only four quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that have 20 or more wins against two different teams. One of them is Ben Rothelsberger. Who are the other three? Tom Brady. That's one. He actually has it against three different teams. Yeah. So that's Tom Brady's
3: one. I'm going to go with no Uh, Peyton Manning.
2: There's strike one.
3: Go ahead, Brian. Because
2: he changed divisions. Right. Yeah. Brett Favre. I don't know if Brian's saying anything because he's frozen. He said, "He said Brett Favre. Brett Favre is is another one. There you go.
3: Okay. um, Go ahead, Brian. Guess again.
2: Danny Marino. Dan Marino. That is a great guess, but Dan Marino only has a twenty only has twenty wins against one other team, and that Mm. is the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. So, but that's that's a great guess because I was going to ask about who the other two that. There are two people that had only only one. What's crazy is the other one only has 20 wins against each team. Is it Elway? It would be John Elway. The two teams are against the Chargers and a team you wouldn't think of because they changed conferences in the 2000s. Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. So okay. now if I took the playoff games out of there, I don't know that he would have had it, but then there's two people. Well, Brady had three and Brady's actually over 30 wins against the jets and the bills, but not the Dolphins because right. they don't do as well against the Dolphins, but there are two other people that have 20 wins against one team. You got Marino. I don't know that you'd ever get the other one because the other one is Len Dawson against the Broncos. Oh. Has 20 wins. But the other thing that's crazy, Johnny, I went through it and, and, and did a list of, of, who the, of which quarterback had the most wins against each team. It's crazy. Johnny Unitas is on this list three times. Wow. You know, that's pretty cool. But there are two teams on here that are very low, of, of meaning have the lowest number of quarterbacks, of one quarterback having a win over them. Um, and that number is 12. The Arizona Cardinals, and that's Troy Aikman 12 times. And the other one is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who has the most wins of all time against the Pittsburgh Steelers, including playoffs? Uh, I want to say Tom Brady. <laughs> it's Tom Brady.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's back Tom in the Brady. 70s. And it's like, Tom Brady.
2: He's 12. <laughs> Joe Flacco has 11. But oh. if you take the playoffs out of it, the top two are, as two people are tied with 11, and that's Ken Anderson and Sonny Jurgensen. Hmm. All right,
4: Brian. Slow. Do you have any trivia? Or are you good? No, I am good this week. I can't. I can't top that. That was amazing. <laughs> that was a good one. That was
3: a good one. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Send us out, Brian. Go ahead.
4: It's going to be ugly, but five and zero will be prettier. So go Steelers.
2: Dave Schofield, I am preparing for the worst of this being a close game where the Steelers have to pull it out. The end. That's really it. I was, I was even. Do I take the Browns in a close one? Not with Baker Mayfield and how he is in the fourth quarter. He has been, the, I'm pretty sure, the worst quarterback in the fourth quarter in the NFL this season. Therefore, if you're looking at a close game, I like the Steelers, but I would much rather go in the way that Jefferson Hartman says, where it's a blowout. So. Let's just let's get AFC North football. Let's get to it. Yeah.
3: The Steelers send a message in the division and to the conference and the National Football League that their four no record is not a fluke. They are contenders, they are not pretenders. You'll find out on Sunday. The message will be sent. In the meantime, folks, make sure you check out behindthesteelcurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. We have everything. We have film breakdowns. We have commentary, breaking news. You name it, we've got it. And make sure you follow us on our audio platforms wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, um, Spotify, Pandora, you name it. There's probably another platform that just got created. Follow us there, search Steelers or BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Please like the show if you're watching live on YouTube. We appreciate it. Brian Anthony Davis, why don't you send us out?
4: All right, for Jefferson Hartman and Davison Schofield, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. You can call me bad. You've just been previewed. It's going to be a good one. And we love you, Steeler Nation. BTSC, out.
0: Hey. Yahtzee.